Hello, how are you? Welcome to the Kate Languages Summer 2023 Replay Series. <laughs> this summer, between seasons four and five, I'm re-releasing some of my favourite ever podcast episodes that I think are well worth a re-listen. From my top tips for saving time to classroom management, the new GCSE and teacher wellbeing and burnout via some of the best conversations I've had over the past few years with some absolutely incredible educators. I hope you enjoy listening to these episodes again and get lots of great ideas and inspiration from them. This episode was season one, episode one, my first ever podcast. So be kind. No, actually, I've listened back to it. It's it's not too bad. It's all right <laughs> for, for a first attempt. And yeah, there are actually some really good bits of advice and some really good information in there. So it's well worth a listen. There is a blog post on my website with a link to the PowerPoint mentioned in the podcast episode. So have a look at that, katelanguages.co.uk, and it's in the blog. And you can just click on that and download it and have a little look through the PowerPoint. I also talk about my own key stage three resources. In the podcast, when it originally came out, I think I hadn't actually finished them, but I have finished them all now, although now the GCSE is changing. Uh, they're not completely irrelevant because things aren't changing that much and they're really easy to adapt and the topics aren't changing too much anyway. So if you want to have a look at my GCSE style questions for key stage three, again, you can have a look on my website or you can buy everything because the French, German and Spanish Key Stage 3 resources, along with a number of Key Stage 3 full lessons and all of my Mastering the Basics workbooks, which are also really, really good for Key Stage 3, particularly Complete Beginners um, or Learners with SEND or Low Literacy Levels. They're all in there, plus a few exclusives that are not actually available for purchase separately on my website so so buy everything on my website is the quickest and easiest way to make sure you have access to all of my resources forevermore so it's a one-off payment it's not a subscription it's a one-off payment that you pay today and you will have access to all of my resources and every time I write new resources so the new resources that I'm writing for the new GCSE for example they get uploaded immediately to the buy everything downloads page and you can just download them for no extra cost and that is gonna be quite a lot over the coming months I think so that's definitely worth it also included in the buy everything package is all of my CPD for next academic year but then again as it's a one-off payment and you get everything that I'm doing like forever until I retire you all the CPD is actually included so you're automatically added to the list and you can come along live or if you miss it it's all going to be uploaded to the buy everything downloads page again no extra cost whatsoever so you can watch the workshops you can download all the powerpoints everything like that so I think the buy everything offer is really, obviously I think it's a really good offer, otherwise I wouldn't have put it on my website. And yeah, so you just go to my website, katelanguages.co.uk, click on buy everything and it's there. If you don't want to buy everything on my website, uh, but you do fancy coming along to some CPD, I am running a CPD series on the new GCSE. So I'm gonna be talking everybody through 
the different exam boards, the differences between the old GCSE and the new GCSE, and it is an interactive workshop. So we will be discussing how people are implementing the new GCSE from Key Stage 3 and also right through Key Stage 4. So that will be in September. The first one of that will be in September 2023. And then there are two follow-ups in uh, January and June 2024, just to see how people are getting on and whether you're ready to go by this time next year, June 2024, whether you're actually ready and raring to go with the new GCSE. So I think that's going to be absolutely fantastic. I've already got quite a few people signed up for that. So if you want to join that, again, go to my website, katelanguages.co.uk, click on Language Lessons and CPD, and it's in there. Or you can buy all of my CPD for next year as a bundle, and then you can just come along to all of them. And as I was saying with the buy everything, even if you can't turn up live, if you can't be there on the day, it doesn't matter. All my CPD is always recorded and if you sign up to it, you will have access to the video, to the PowerPoint and to any resources that we use during the CPD workshop. So it's well worth signing up, even if you don't think you can make it on the day. And don't forget, this GCSE one is a whole series, so you might not be able to make one of them. But if you can make one or two of the three, then it's absolutely worth your while to do so. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this. Like I say, it was my first ever episode, so be kind. Um, <laughs> and I can't wait to hear what you think about it. So let me know on the socials. I'm at Kate Languages on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can email me through my website, katelanguages.co.uk. Okay, enjoy. Hi, salut, guten tag, hola. So the first thing I thought um, I'd like to talk about in this uh, podcast today is the idea about using GCSE style activities at Key Stage 3. So the reason I want to talk about this is, uh, firstly, I'm, I've almost finished doing um, a series of resources which are GCSE style activities that can be used um, with Key Stage 3 students. So I have to say I started these probably a couple of years ago. Um, it has been a labour of love. Um, and now for each language, so for French, German and Spanish, there are six booklets, workbooks really. Each one is about 10,000 words long. So yeah, so six workbooks um, on various different topics that a lot of people use at Key Stage 3, but also are the GCSE topics. And each of the workbooks contains GCSE-style activities. Um, and then there are also separate vocab and grammar booklets as well to go alongside them. So, yeah, so I started with uh, me, my family and friends, which involves you know, introducing yourself, talking about yourself and your family and relationships with people and things like that. Um, I've also done free time, uh, technology, where I live, school, work and future plans. And then the last one I've done is on glo global and social issues, which I think is, for me, I actually think it's quite an interesting topic. And I think it's something people 
want to include at Key Stage 3, and I think it's quite a difficult one to incorporate from the beginning. Um, well, I, I would probably recommend doing it in Year 8 or uh, Year 9. But what I've tried to do is to take GCSE topics and to use the vocabulary, but to try and do them in a in a way that's quite straightforward and so the grammar's not too complex and the activities as I've said are GCSE style activities so in each booklet there are uh, there's a reading task there are translation tasks for each subtopic there are there's a 40 word writing task with bullet points there are photos to describe and role plays for each of the subtopics as well. And then there's an extension section with longer writing. So a 90 word task and 150 word tasks. So they're based on the AQA specification. And yeah, they're kind of a way of introducing the GCSE style activities before they actually start the GCSE course um, which is usually in year 10, but often uh, people do actually start in year 9. So, yeah, so the reason I wanted to do this, and I think it it's not an uncommon thing from what I have gathered um, from people to actually use GCSE-style activities at Key Stage 3. So, yeah, I mean, one of the reasons was people actually contacted me and were wanting that kind of thing and saying, you know, do you have anything that's for younger students, um, for beginners, but actually has the GCSE style activities and because the textbooks don't seem to really have them. Um, so, yeah, that was one of the reasons why I started making those resources. Um, I did a bit of a, a straw poll on Instagram recently for a presentation that I did for la- for the ALL Language, wo- uh, Language World Conference. Um, so this is March 2021 when I did this. And, yeah, so 94% of people who responded said that they already do use key, uh, GCSE-style activities at Key Stage 3. So I thought that was really interesting, actually. So, so it it's obviously something that people do and I was interested to know why and I think the reasons that people gave for why they actually use them are quite similar to the reasons why I thought it'd be a good thing to make these resources uh, myself so I think one of the main reasons is is to prepare students for the GCSE and I think in some ways it's quite it's almost a bit sad because it would be lovely if in key stage three, you could basically just, you know, teach language for language's sake. Um, if you could just teach interesting things, things that you find engaging, that you know the students are going to find engaging, etc, etc. But I think the problem with the current GCSE is that we, there is so much content. There are so many topics and quite a few of the tasks that they need to do in the GCSE exam are quite frankly quite weird. For example, the role plays. So I'm actually recording this about a week or so after the the new proposals for the new GCSEs, which I think are going to be from teaching in 2023. First examination in 2025. I think that's what it's going to be. Um, so these proposals have actually come out recently and it does seem that this is going to change. So these peculiar rubrics that we have in the target language at the moment 
uh, it does seem like that's actually going to change and that's going to be in English. And I know that um, WJEC in Wales um, do actually have the rubrics in English or Welsh. And I've created a role play resource along those lines for WJEC. And actually, I have to say doing it was quite refreshing because it just makes so much more sense. I mean, the the way that these role plays are for AQA and uh, Ed Excel, and I think possibly Educast, but I don't re- I'm not really, I don't really know Educast very well. Um, but the, the fact that they're in the target language, but don't seem to be able to include any kind of conjugated verb or, you know, very much help whatsoever. Um, they're actually really hard really really hard and this uh, this really hit home to me in obviously it wasn't in 2020 because people didn't do any speaking exams it must be in 2019 I did just one speaking test with a Spanish native speaker so she had grown up I can't remember if she grew up in Spain or whether she she definitely had at least one Spanish parent and was a completely fluent speaker and was was sitting the GCSE at her her school, but there weren't, weren't any teachers um, in the school who spoke Spanish. So um, they asked me to just come along and, and as an external person to do the um, speaking exam with her. And, oh, she was also in year 11 and doing French. So she had had training on how to do these role plays. But I found as I was going through the role play, and as the examiner teacher you know, you have to stick to the script and it basically just made no sense whatsoever. But the the actual scenario was so weird that I was like, no one did, I mean, you can't understand. It was something really bizarre about, um, I think about taking a video game back to a, sh- to a shop. And I'm sure one of the questions was, where did you buy this video game? And she was a bit like, well, I bought it here. Because it's like... <laughs> Well, I obviously didn't buy it in the shop next door because then I would have taken it back there. It it was just weird and it was, yeah, it was really unrealistic and very strange. And the fact that this native speaker who, you know, (laughs) really should have just been able to do it really, really simply, really struggled with it. You know, it really hit home to me that actually you need as much preparation and practice for these role plays as you can possibly get. Because, like I say, they're weird. So I don't think there's anything wrong with introducing that concept right from the beginning of year seven. And also, I think something like a role play when, you know, when it's done well, it's actually quite a fun activity to do with um, in pair work or is where, you know, so so one of them can take on the role of the of, of the teacher or the examiner almost. Um, and then one of, you know, the others can the other partner can do do the answers and then they can switch around and it's a just a nice simple way of practicing the vocabulary and, and practicing conversations and also posing questions which is always quite a difficult thing um, but a really really useful skill to have but something I think comes up time and time again that students can't actually do very well so yeah so I think um, in terms of getting students prepared for the GCSE right from the beginning of year seven. I do think there is a place for doing GCSE style activities at key stage three. Some of the other ones that people said that the people who answered my uh, poll on Instagram said that they do were things like translation, which I just think is a great activity to do anyway, and a really, really useful way of checking understanding both ways from the target language into English and then English into the target language. Photo cards. So again, I think, you know, using photos as a stimulus, as a springboard for description and discussion as a way of 
finding, you know, gaps in vocabulary knowledge, for example, or increasing their vocabulary because they might want to um, be able to describe their clothes or something, I don't know, things like that. So I don't think that describing a photo is a bad thing to do at all. I don't think it's a, a bad activity for people to do um, anyway. And I'm not talking about like in the top left-hand corner, blah, 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 in the bottom right-hand corner, you know, in the foreground, background. I, that's not very useful, but actually using them as a springboard for describing people, situations, places, using their imagination to write a little story about the people in the photo. You know, there, there are so many things you can do with, with photos and images. I don't think that's a, a bad idea either to do that kind of thing. One of the other things that somebody said that they use, and I think this is really lovely as well, is using poems, but I also think maybe short stories for the literary text reading. So in the current GCSE, there is a a kind of literary type text uh, in the reading and it's just a slightly different type of language than what you would normally get in the textbooks um, and in the exams and I think it's a you know it's it's nice to be able to prepare them for that kind of slightly different language slightly different style of things so I think it's a really really lovely idea to use authentic poems and short stories and things like that at key stage three anyway you know for the for the enjoyment of doing that kind of thing but to have the GCSE in mind so the types of questions that you might do for comprehension of a poem might be the type of questions you get in the exam but just to show that you have understood it and even looking at translation so I wouldn't necessarily say you can I mean, you can have a go at translating a poem, but I think it's pretty difficult to do. But to find a well-known poem in the target language that already has a translation in English and to compare those uh, would be a really, really great activity to do. And again, it's just having the GCSE at the back of your mind when you're doing that type of activity in lessons. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Having said all this, I do think there are some disadvantages to using GCSE-style activities at Key Stage 3. The first disadvantage would be if that's all you did. So I really think it's really important to have a wide variety of activities, tasks, a wide variety of topics as well. Although I said, you know, I've created this whole series of resources, um, which are gcse topics that can be used at key stage three I do think there is plenty of room in the key stage three curriculum for other topics like it, it doesn't all have to be the same topics that you're then going to repeat again in year 10 and 11 so yeah so I think you, you do need a wider variety of tasks and activities and topics than purely GCSE stuff right from the beginning of year seven you know if you're doing a role play every single lesson from year seven until they do the exam in year 11 like that would, I mean, that would drive me insane and I don't know about the kids. So, yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. But I just think always having it at the back of your mind and starting to think about GCSE style activities from the beginning of year seven, incorporating them, but not doing them exclusively. And then there is always the issue, as I mentioned uh, a bit earlier, that it looks like the GCSE is going to change again. So probably current year sevens, I think it, it would be. So this is, like I say, um, this is March 2021. The current year sevens, I think, probably are going to be doing a different GCSE. So if you start them on, you know, learning these weird role plays 
and then the GCSE changes, <laughs> you might feel it's been a bit of a waste of time. It might not be a waste of time, um, you know, because if you're making them meaningful tasks um, and they just happen to be in the style of, of these weird role plays, then that's probably not a bad thing. But yeah, it's, it's just having all these things in mind. And yeah, being fully aware that the GCSE changes probably every five or six years. So yeah, kind of bearing, bearing that one in mind, um, I think is really, really important as well. So as I said, yeah, I think there were lots of activities, lots of tasks that come up in the current GCSE exams that can be used really, really effectively with Key Stage 3 classes. But I do think you need a variety of tasks and I think you need to just be aware of, you know, not doing the same thing over and over and over again, but always having the GCSE in the back of your mind, because ultimately this is what they're going to be aiming for. If, you know, I mean, obviously a lot of students don't do the GCSE, but in the end that's that is what they're going to be aiming for at the uh, at the end of year 11 if they are going to carry on with languages and they won't get too much of a shock when they then move on into, into year 10 um, and start the the GCSE course proper so yeah so that's some of my thoughts and ideas on the idea about yeah using GCSE style activities at key stage three as I said I talked about this at the language world the ALL language world conference recently so if you did so you had to buy tickets for it so but if you bought tickets for it and didn't get to um see my presentation then um i think you can probably watch it back somewhere um and i'm also going to put my presentation that my powerpoint presentation from that with a few of my thoughts as a blog post on my website katelanguages.co.uk so I'd love to know your ideas and your feedback. Like I say, I had some really, really interesting feedback from the Instagram community. So if you want to contact me on Instagram, at Kate Languages. Twitter is also at Kate Languages. Facebook, funnily enough, I'm also Kate Languages on there as well. Quite consistent. And yeah, as I said at the beginning, if you are enjoying my free content, it would be really, really fab if you could head over to buymeacoffee.com slash Kate Languages just to show your support and to help me to be able to continue to provide lots and lots of useful free content okay so also let me know what other kind of things you'd like me to talk about I've had um, a few people have given me some ideas um, so I've got lots of things that I can think about and I can create another podcast episode on but yeah do let me know the kind of things that you're interested in me kind of rambling on about <laughs> okay bye